Welcome to the Health Pro Marketing Secrets Podcast, hosted by me, Christine Liepens. I'm here to teach you everything I know about building multiple full-time businesses online in the health and wellness space. Leave it to me to teach you the strategies, steps, mindset shifts, and actionable tips you need in order to start and scale your business to a full-time income and hit your first five to 10K month. So if you are ready to ditch the overwhelm and start building the health and wellness biz of your dreams, then go ahead and press play now and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the Health Pro Marketing Secrets Podcast. I'm Christine Leapens, your host and wellness business coach. So today's episode, I am so excited to announce that I will be interviewing a guest expert on this show. Every second week on my podcast, I bring on a guest expert in the business space, mindset, marketing, sales, you name it. And this week, I am so excited to have Stephanie Delfonso on with us today. She is a clinical hypnotherapist who specializes in helping women leaders and entrepreneurs overcome limiting beliefs that are holding them back from achieving the success that they desire in their lives and business. Now, I wanted to bring her on. I was so excited when I stumbled upon her on social media because one of the biggest reasons I delayed my success for so long was because I had so many limiting beliefs to overcome. So when I found out that she specializes in women entrepreneurs, I thought, what better time than now to bring her on and talk to you guys, because we dive so deep into some of the limiting beliefs, the common limiting beliefs that plague all entrepreneurs, especially in the beginning. We go over imposter syndrome. We go over all kinds of things, you know, the feeling of not being good enough, not worthy for success, all these things that come up, you know, when you're just starting a business, or maybe you are scaling your business and going into a different level and you may be hitting some limiting beliefs at this moment in time that are holding you back. And sometimes these limiting beliefs, you don't even know they have. And that's why hypnotherapy is such a beautiful thing to have because it covers a lot of things that you otherwise wouldn't even realize are holding you back. So literally I could dive into so much of the juiciness that we went into on this podcast, but I will leave it to her to explain all this tidbit. So make sure that you are listening attentively. She has some epic, epic tips and takeaways for you guys to utilize right now. If you are plagued with anything in your business, when it comes to limiting beliefs, um, confidence issues, low self-esteem, worthiness issues, or that pesky imposter syndrome. So without further ado, let's listen to Stephanie now talk about overcoming limiting beliefs that are holding you back from achieving the success you deserve in your business. Here she is now. 
Hey, Stephanie, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here today. How are you doing? I am doing fabulous, Christine, because I'm here with you. And in this moment, everything else is just like off to the side, right? All I care about right now is you and I having this intimate conversation and then other people listening in and getting these little golden nuggets that I know are going to come out of this conversation. Oh, absolutely. I am 100% with you. Isn't it nice to be able to get into a situation where you're 100% focused on something and you're in that present moment? How often during the day do we get this? This is like a gift, right? It really is. It is. And it's something that I truly uh, try and I do say try to embody because, you know, there are life things happen and, and I'm not always able to do it. But I really encourage my clients, but also anybody who's listening, if you're not in any kind of a habit of getting present and it's like, wait, what does that mean? It means if you would just stop for a moment and as long as you're not driving, close your eyes and focus on your breath and think, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. And that just allowed you to land in this present moment. So it's that simple, Christine, you can do this anytime, anywhere, and really get present. And when we're present, um, life is just so much richer. It is. Amen to that. And that's beautiful. I think, you know, especially as, as business owners, you and I, and, and those who are listening are business owners as well. We don't take time to get present. You know, we're running around, we've got multiple tabs open on our computers and we have, you know, this, that, and the other thing to do. And we have our to-do lists and all this sort of thing, but it's so important, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes a day, just to take that time for yourself, for sure. So I take it down even, even shorter than that, Christine. And I start all of my client sessions with a good minute. And I won't do that now because in the podcast, if it's going to feel like, you know, that good minute turns into an hour, but if you take just a good minute and literally I have my timer on my phone set for 60 seconds at the end of it, there's this Zen bell chime that goes ding. And when you take that good minute, it just allows you to land in the present moment. And then we're like off to the races and running in our sessions instead of let's talk about, you know, my dog was throwing up this morning and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, let's just let all of that go and come into this moment. And when we're in this moment, then we can really uh, make progress, whether it's, you know, having a client session or if we just simply want to get back in touch with who we truly are and feel some joy or some happiness. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my dear, I wanted to introduce you first because the audience, they don't know you and you have an amazing story. You do some amazing work. And I kind of just want you to let everybody know who they're listening to. Um, and you know, your specialties, how you help entrepreneurs. So I will let you take the floor over now and introduce yourself and what you do. Okay. So I'm going to start with Move your bananas to the belt. To listen to your messages, press one. Literally, I was the very first automated voice back in the 1980s when I was celebrity radio DJ Stevie Knox. I used my voice back then to hypnotize my listeners to come back day after day. And I loved it. It was just a fabulous, fabulous career. I had so much fun. I absolutely loved it. And yet, 
um, when we landed where we live now, which is in Connecticut, north of New York City, uh, I had the opportunity to work at the local radio station for minimum wage, which my ego at that point was not going to let me do. Or I could go into New York City, which would be at least two hours plus each way and have somebody else raise my kids. So that was not an option. So shortly after, like within a year after, my husband went into liver failure and, oh my gosh, he needed a liver transplant and, oh, there was a very good chance he was going to die. So now I don't have a career. I have two small kids and I'm like, okay, if he dies, how am I going to support the three of us? So this was back in 2001 and still the internet was just brand new at that point. And I found out I could go to school to be a life coach on the World Wide Web, which was, you know, pretty new. So I started going to school uh, to learn to be a life coach, but I had learned EFT, emotional freedom techniques, many years before uh, because I had insomnia when I was doing my last radio job, which was as the morning show. So I went on medication. The doctor said, oh, your insomnia is because of your anxiety. And I was like, what? I didn't realize until that point in my life, I had spent my whole life struggling with anxiety. So the doctor gave me medication. It worked for a short time and then it stopped. So I'm on this teleclass with the, you know, still had the phones bolted into the wall, the curly Q um, wire and the handset. And here's Gary Craig, the Stanford trained engineer talking about emotional freedom techniques, which a lot of your listeners may know as tapping these days. So I had nothing to lose except for my anxiety and my insomnia. So I started this tapping and I was able to sleep again. And I, wow, I was able to start finding ways to use this to calm my stress and anxiety. So now here I am, a stay-at-home mom, telling people about this tapping. And I'm watching their eyes. What are you like? What? <laughs> right? I mean, back then, nobody knew about this. So, but, you know, I knew that it had changed my life. But I kept having this little nudge of, you know, this is great you need to check into hypnosis. So where I live in the state of Connecticut, um, I looked and they had these weekend trainings, like two days, and you could be a certified hypnotist. And I was like, that doesn't seem like enough to be like doing that kind of work. Two days doesn't seem like I'm going to really know very much. So I kept looking and I found this brilliant woman in New York City who had a much more extensive training. And on the first day, Christine, I sat there and I swear the heavens opened up. I heard the angels singing like, Ta-da, this is what you're meant to do. And before the training was over, my instructor had never seen somebody do this. Before the training was over, I had rented an office. I had a website, which back then was cutting edge technology, um, brochures and business cards. I mean, I just knew this was what I was supposed to do. And so I didn't specialize, you know, at the beginning. I was just, because hypnosis, I can help with, almost any issue that you have. But, you know, that's like throwing spaghetti at the wall. And I've helped people to lose weight and stop smoking. Uh, one of my favorite is she's on my website is Sarah, who came to me with her crippling, quote unquote, crippling fear of flying. Um, and I have a picture of her skydiving, jumping out of an airplane. Um, and she went on to build a very successful business as the five foot traveler. Now. Had I not helped her over this fear of flying, that would have never happened. 
she is part of the reason that I focus on women entrepreneurs now. Because again, Sarah came to me when she was 19 years old. She was a student at NYU. And I think she was on like a business track or something. And she was never going to be the five foot traveler. Like that wasn't even on her radar. And yet, because she was able to tap into something really deep inside of her and then really tap into her power, it allowed her to step into her greatness. And literally, if your listeners go and look up thefivefoottraveler.com, they'll see Sarah. She's gone to all seven continents. She's gone to over 140 countries. Uh, She started back out again recently, but then, you know, here we are with round three of COVID, Uh, but she's still persevering. And so I helped that woman make this, this jump literally not the jump, well, jump out of the airplane, but also this jump into, wow, this is what I'm meant to do. And she just went full, you know, just like I was like, you know, full throttle into my hypnosis practice. She did the same thing as the five foot traveler. So when I specialize in helping women entrepreneurs, it is, I think I give, it gives me a much deeper reach in the world. Um, The Dalai Lama in 2009 said that the world will be saved by the Western women. And there are more of us, Christine, there are more of us women entrepreneurs now in 2022 than ever before. Mm -hmm. And yet the percentage of those who are really successful is not as high as as either one of us would like to see. We want to see more of us succeed. And what usually is what trips us up is the stuff that's lurking under the surface that's in the subconscious mind. And that's where my special secret sauce of hypnosis and all these gazillion healing modalities come into play. Because if you think about, if you've ever seen a diagram of an iceberg from the side, you see there's 10% above the water. That represents our conscious mind. The 90% that's below the surface That represents our subconscious mind. And that's where real change happens is at the subconscious level. Absolutely. And, you know, and that is, you know, Stephanie, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on here because as a business mentor, I hear that a lot, you know, from my clients, especially when we first start working together, that they, they want to have the success. They want to build this business of their dreams. But one of the biggest things that holds them back in the beginning is a lack of confidence is limiting beliefs is imposter syndrome, or I'm not good enough. Like, you know, or so-and-so is doing better than me. Therefore I can't achieve that result. And so I have found since I've been working you know, even with my business uh, clients, as well as when I was a nutrition coach, that if you want to make change and you want to go after your goals, you have to really work on your mindset, right? I think that's something that isn't talked about enough in the entrepreneurship world. You know, there's a lot of talk of strategy and what you should do and marketing and all these sort of things, but there isn't a whole lot of support and, you know, education on how to really get a rock solid mindset. So question for you, 
like, what do you find since you've been working with your, your entrepreneur clients, what do you find is typically the, we know mindset is, is one, but what is typically the most common thing that trips up entrepreneurs, especially new ones when they're starting a, a business? What do you, what do you find usually gets them the most? So mindset really covers, you know, such a big swath. And it is um, Albert Einstein said decades ago that a problem cannot be solved at the same level of consciousness that created it. So what that means, because you hear that, it's like, all right, what does that mean? What it means is that our problems get created in our conscious mind. Then we go with our conscious mind to try and figure it out and things don't change. And we're like, but wait, I tried. I, I worked so hard at this. But there's just no way to get to that with your conscious mind. Again, going back to Sarah, um, I had an in-person office for 10 years and I um, was a little too early for the online. Um, I closed my office, I think six and a half, seven years ago, um, just because I knew I wanted to work with more than just a 25 mile radius from where I live and that um, online was going to be my ticket to be able to go international. So I can still see Sarah and her mother sitting on my couch and you know, her mom came to the first appointment and she said, oh, we know exactly when this began. And she's telling me the story. And I smiled politely and I said, maybe, maybe not. Because my experience now, Christine, is that we think we know where it starts and 99% of the time, yeah, it's not where it started. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, in my work with Sarah, we found the root cause and it was not what she and her mother had thought it was. And um, so there, many of us have experienced capital T traumas as children. Um, we can pretty much assume, we, you know, we all agree, we know what capital T traumas are. But the more insidious ones in some ways, Christine, are the small T traumas. And those are the ones that most of the times we do not know on a conscious level. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with someone and their self-worth is, you know, lacking or, you know, maybe they have um, that imposter syndrome that you mentioned, or they have the fear of actually having a sales conversation with someone, or they get invited to speak to a networking group, or they get invited to be in a summit. And I don't know, I don't know if I can do that. And so many times, Christine, we come back to finding out that the root cause was when they were in elementary school, that whether the teacher made fun of them or the kids made fun of them or they, you know, they got called out because they had a wrong answer or whatever. And these seemingly small T traumas compound over the years and turn into these much bigger deals when we're adults. And we don't know on the conscious level, okay, it's because when I was seven, Mrs. So-and-so, you know, made fun of me in front of the whole classroom. We can't consciously connect that. But again, um, I call myself an integrative hypnotist because it's hypnosis and a gazillion other healing modalities I've trained in over the past 20 years. So it's my secret sauce of very easily and very gently, the gentle part is, is absolutely a paramount of the rock foundation of how I work with, it has to be gentle. Um, so finding this really gentle way to find out, okay, where is this root cause? Oh, okay, we change it, we heal it. We don't create amnesia for it, whether it's a small T trauma or a capital T trauma. Even when it's a capital T trauma, I would never have someone create amnesia for it because 
it's a part of our history. Yet the freedom is when we can still remember when it's, uh, you know, a capital T trauma. Yes, I still remember that abuse that I experienced as a child, but it no longer has a trigger for me. That's freedom. That's total freedom. And whether it's the small T or the capital T, it, you know, I look at it in terms of really there's three uh, main uh, buckets or, uh, you know, categories. It's mindset and money. There's identity and self-worth and there's health and energy. And all three of those have to come into some kind of a balance in order for us to be incredibly successful, which is our God-given birthright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, what you're saying makes so much sense about, you know, it can be just a small thing that has triggered this, you know, this lack of confidence or this limiting belief that you carry into adulthood that's preventing you. Well, you know, or, or it really, a lot of it stems from your childhood, right? Oh, yes. And that's one of the things, you know, when you said that, it just reminded me of one of the things that I had to work on when I first started my business in nutrition, I spent the first year being terrified of charging money for my services. You know, I just was terrified. I wasn't charging what I was worth. I was literally working for free. Um, And one of the biggest things that I had to uncover, and actually one of the modalities I did use was EFT. So I am very, very familiar with that modality. And I love, absolutely love it. And for you listeners out there, if you guys don't know what it is, go look at it. Emotional freedom technique. I think Stephanie, do you have an about section on your page about it? So they can look into it further. Yeah. So you have to dig for it, but yes, it's on there. Go to her website. The link is below in the show notes um, and check that out. But that literally brought up to the surface why I didn't want, I was blocking my success. And it really was very, very simple. You know, a lot of people think that uncovering limiting beliefs and all these sort of things is complicated. But once you figure out the root, root cause, and I know you can totally relate to this, it's so much more simpler than you think. And uh-huh. mine was, I watched my both my parents come from literally rags, both of them. Um, and they worked hard to get where they are now. They're very, very successful. They're business owners as well. And that's why I've always had an entrepreneurship bone, you know, in my body, but I saw them lose friends and family because they, because people were uncomfortable with the success that they were achieving. And I saw that my whole childhood and I saw the pain that it caused, especially my mom, you know, being judged and, you know, being, you know, essentially people that were jealous of her success. And, you know, there was a lot of mean things done. And I, subconsciously equated success equals loss of friends and family and being alone. And that was a big, big limiting belief. And I have to say, like, once that was, when I uncovered that and let it go within a matter of months, things just started to, to just change. And Stephanie, let me know, like, have you noticed that? Like, really, it can be one or two little limiting beliefs. And once someone lets go of them, it's almost like the floodgates open and the success starts coming in. Exactly. And it doesn't. I'm so glad you said that, Christine, because I think, you know, we as a society 
are trained in everything. You know, if you want to achieve something, it has to be so hard. It has to be so hard. And you know what? It really doesn't. I live by simple shifts are what create lasting change. And so having that one simple shift for you changed everything. And it can be that simple. But again, it's not going at it from the conscious level. Like our childhood, you know, the way we are brought up, it could be how, you know, you saw and then so interesting as you were talking about. So, you know, your parents, you were watching this as people were were jealous or whatever, and they were, you know, shutting your parents down or or whatever they were doing. And I was seeing this image of crabs in a bucket. And I don't know, Christine, do you know why crabs can't climb out of the bucket when you put them in there? I don't actually. Please tell us. <laughs> this is so interesting because as the crab is trying to climb out of the bucket, the other crabs are pulling it back down so it can't get out there. And so as you're telling me this about your mother, I'm seeing this picture of the crabs mm -hmm. pulling. Oh, no, you can't. No, you can't get bigger than us and, and pulling her back down. And so that gets interpreted as this young child, like, well, I don't want that to happen to me. And so you get into adulthood and it's like, oh, okay, great. I want to start this nutrition business, but oh, I don't know if I can charge, you know, I don't, I don't know. And then, oh, okay. Oh, here's this limiting belief. How do I flip that so that that's not pulling me down anymore. And you stepped into your success. And then beyond that, right? Because you stepped into your success as the nutrition coach. And then you went beyond that because you, you got to that next level. And then it was like, oh, okay, now I can go even further, even higher up. And I'm sure that there were even more limiting beliefs that you uncovered along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. I, Yes. You know what? I'm always a work in progress. I don't think I'll ever end my self-development journey. It's as an entrepreneur, and I'm sure you agree that it's always a journey. And no matter what level of success you get, no matter what goal you achieve or what milestone you hit, you're going to, it will come with a new limiting belief that comes to the surface every yes. single time. Yeah. There's, there's a great book called The Big Leap by Guy Gay Hendricks. Do you know I that? I love book? that. Yes. Okay. So in there, he talks about new level, new devil. And um, I don't have permission to use her name because she wanted the anonymity, but there was a now famous business coach who I worked with many years ago. And she either doubled or tripled her business the next year unbeknownst to me. Um, and then, you know, I'm getting clients and they're saying, well, she said, you know, you did this for her. So, you, you know, do this for me. And then she came back to me again, several years later to smash through a multi-million dollar ceiling because, okay, we had done some incredible work, changed these limiting beliefs, but now it's a much bigger deal. And so there's even more hidden limiting beliefs. So I share that with your listeners to understand that it's not like, okay, we uncover this one limiting belief and we're set. It's, oh, okay, now I've got this new level of success, but wow, it's almost like there's a little pebble in my shoe. What's that about? So, um, you know, I believe that until I take my last breath, I'm going to keep uncovering ways for me to um, 
find something that's been holding me back and move past that and, you know, evolve so that it's not one and done. It's not like, okay, I got this one limiting belief and now I'm set. It's okay. I got that. Now I'm doing really well. Ooh, okay. Now I'm, I'm running into a little bit of a sticky situation. What's that about? So to understand that it's not just this one static thing and that, it could just be the smallest thing, right? So, you know, watching your mother doing this, it could be, you know, some of your listeners, I'm sure, grew up hearing, you know, you got to work hard and, and you know, you've got to do this and, and here's this little box and this is how you have to fit in. And, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and, and all of that. And again, it's those small T traumas. We think, well, what's the big deal? That's not a big deal as we, you know, look at that on the surface. But then we look and find out that that's really been holding you back. I see that so much in imposter syndrome. Um, I think about this CEO that I worked with um, years ago here. She was incredibly successful. This CEO of a very big corporation and the local, uh, some local group wanted to honor her for her charity work. And she flipped out and like, I can't accept that. You know, I can't go up there and do that. Like, here's this incredibly successful woman and she's freaking out because she can't go up there and accept this award because, you know, she doesn't deserve it. And again, Christina went right back into childhood, into elementary school and a situation where I, she was, you know, supposed to present in front of the class and the kids laughed at her or whatever. These things that seem like, what's the big deal? They really end up being a big deal. 100%. And you know, I hear this a lot from my clients and they say they, especially when they're first starting out, it's very, very vulnerable for them. And it was for me as well. I'm not going to lie to let their, you know, let it be announced to, to the world, to their friends and family, that they have a new business, that they're offering something right. That they're changing gears. Maybe they're thinking of, you know, getting out of their nine to five and they're going after their dream of being, you know, a personal trainer or yoga instructor. But one of the things I find is that a lot of them, you know, they're okay with putting it out there on the internet to strangers that they are doing this new thing. Right. But when I talk to them about the importance of put it out there to your friends and family, because you're offering something that can change lives And who knows, you know, maybe your friends and family don't directly need your services, but they may know people and would be love to refer somebody to you. Right. And I always say that it's such a place to start, but a lot of them get so uncomfortable with doing it in front of people they know. And I think this goes back and I totally agree with you. I think it goes back to wanting to fit in and, you know, the, the whole tribe mentality and not wanting, you know, they're worried about what people will think and maybe make fun of them. Like it brings up all kinds of things that, you know, you feel as a, as a child, as a teen, right? Right. Right. And worrying about them judging you is so much bigger and so much heavier than somebody down the street, right? Somebody down the street doesn't like, you know, doesn't approve of what you're doing. So what? But when it's somebody that you care about and they're like, um, I, I will tell you, Christine, um, my son, his whole high school years, I didn't know this until later, he referred to me as the woo-woo crackpot because 
he thought that what I do is just BS. And, you know, that really hurt me. You know, that was a very deep hurt. And yet, you know what? I'm really secure in what I do changes lives. And so here's this, this young man who, you know, finally fessed up. He was like, yeah, I, I did call you woo-woo crackpot. So he graduates from Virginia Tech, which is a very, you know, well-revered um, college university here in the States. And he graduates at the top of his class with honors. He's an Eagle Scout. And he graduated without a job, which we were all shocked about. Like, really? So two months later, he's um, living in uh, somewhere else. He's living with his now husband. And he reaches out to me and he's do you have any, any little suggestions of something I could do? <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Let me tell you about affirmations. And I will share that with your listeners in a moment because it's very powerful. So he does this, this thing that I share, which I'll share in a moment. And within two weeks, he had a really great job offer. So I said, all right, I will help you, you know, go down there and, and find a place to live. And so we get in the car, we drive down there and we get there and negative Ned checks us into the condo that I've rented for the week. And he goes, oh, he's never going to find a place to, to live here. And, you know, oh, the housing market sucks and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, Greg, no, we're not going to listen to him. We're going to do our affirmations. Within a week, he had found the ideal place to live at exactly the money that he wanted to spend. He was in, uh, this was down in the Florida Keys, which is, you know, very, it's a lovely place to live, but it's also very remote in some aspects because there's just, you know, there's just this tiny strip of land and a lot of water around it. So he finds this, uh, this two-room suite in a three-story mansion with a pool, a within walking distance to the beach for exactly how much he wanted to spend. That's amazing. It was completely amazing. And so again, I share this. This is when I talk about affirmations, this is my favorite way to tell it because I can tell you all day long how it's helped me, how it's helped my clients. But when you hear this kid, you know, oh yeah, my mom's a woo-woo crackpot. And then, oh, he does these affirmations instead of affirmations and lands a great job, lands a great place to live. And Christine, the kicker of this is um, water is very expensive down there because they have to pipe it in from the mainland. So the woman whose home he's he's living in did his laundry for $50 a month. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like we weren't even working on that part. We were just looking for the ideal place to live for the exact amount of money. But then, you know, to get his laundry done for $50 a month was icing on the cake. On the cake for sure. Now, Stephanie, please, I, I did see this. Um, talk to the listeners about, I do talk a lot in my programs and on my social media about affirmations and how important that is. But please explain the difference between an affirmation and affirmation. Okay. It totally comes down to conscious mind, subconscious mind. So as you are a uh, beginning entrepreneur and you're hearing all of this advice about, you know, how to do this and that, and, you know, to grow your business, and yet you're not getting this deeper work for you to do this affirmation of 
I earn $100,000 or more next year. I earn $100,000 or more in 2022 when you made $12,300 last year. Everything in you, you're saying that affirmation and everything in you is going, that's not going to happen. Uh, that's not going to happen, right? So it's push, push, push energy. Instead, and I really want to give credit to Noah St. John because he's the one who wrote this book about affirmations. And um, I reference his book um, in, in my book, Goodbye Anxiety, Hello Freedom, uh, with his permission, because it was it was game changer for me that instead of writing an affirmation, I earned $100,000 or more in 2022 when I made 12300 last year, there's too much inside of you that's pushing back. Instead, you turn it into a question. Why is it so easy for me to earn $100,000 or more in 2022? Now, that's how Noah St. John, he just leaves it at that. I add, and so it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Well, my son took it to a whole new extreme. The day that I shared it with him, you know, it, again, two months after he's graduated from university, um, he's hanging out in Starbucks all day because he can get free refills on his coffee and free Wi-Fi. <laughs> so he texts me later pictures of, he wrote, you know, why is it so easy for me to find the ideal job at X amount of dollars? Um, and so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Then he spent pages of writing why it was so easy. Now, that's not part of my process, but I wasn't going to tell him he was doing it wrong. You know, again, woo woo crackpot, and he's doing it. I'm like, okay, great, just do it. So when you form it as a question, instead of a statement that everything in you is going, that's not going to happen, when you form it as a question, it turns our brain on to be like a Google search. And our brains are still at this point more powerful than any computer that they've come up with. So when we have like set our brain, all right, why is it so easy? Now the brain is going out looking for reasons. Well, why is it so easy? And you start noticing things that you can do differently that will allow you to get to that $100,000 or more or whatever, you know, if it's, uh, you know, I easily drop 50 pounds, you know, whatever that is, when you form it as a question, as an affirmation, instead of an affirmation, you will watch like miracles happen. That's incredible. So I absolutely love that. Because one of the things that I teach my clients and I also do myself is I, I get them all to write down their goals, what they want to achieve when we first start working together, you know, in the next 90 days. And I always say, put it down put down what you're comfortable with. So they put that down first. And then I say, okay, now up that. So you uh -huh. feel a little bit uncomfortable and they're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this, but you know, and I do that to myself. I push myself out of that, those limits quite often because I want to feel that little bit of uncomfortableness. And I do always do affirmations and it is, it is kind of pushing through that uncomfortableness, saying it enough times to yourself that it feels good, right? One of my things last year was to make five figure months, which I accomplished, you know, this, this year, I'm like, I want to have my first six figure month. It, you know, when I say it, it gives me butterflies because that's just to me, I'm like, Oh, that's a huge milestone. 
but then when you were saying it as a question and I started thinking in my head, what, you know, what would it take for me to make a hundred thousand dollars a month? It takes away that anxiety. It takes away that butterfly feeling. So I, I encourage the listeners now to write this down and do it, write down a scary goal and change the verbiage and see how much more comfortable it actually, it, it creates more of a, of a feeling of, of hope, a feeling that it is achievable, that it can be done. Right. Mm-hmm. It's in, that's a very, very incredibly awesome way to change the way that people do affirmations for sure. Yeah. And Christine, if you think about when you put a pair of jeans on fresh out of the dryer, they're a little tight, they're uncomfortable. And so after we wear them for a couple of hours, then, you know, ooh, now it's feeling like a second skin and we're not so aware of that discomfort. And so when we, again, you know, why is it so easy? You're just putting it out there. You're not answering it. You're putting it out there. Why is it so easy? And then you start noticing things that you may not have noticed before, an opportunity um, that perhaps you would have said no to before. Um, Who knows what's going to show up? But when you put it out there without the expectation of it has to look like this, when we shut it down and it has to look like this, it has to be, you know, X, Y, or Z, uh, then, or I'm sorry for Canadians, X, Y, or Z, um, when we put it where it has to be this way, we're trying to tell the universe that we know better than the universe does. And I don't think so. No, 100%, 100%. That is so good. You know, at the most of my podcast episodes that I do, I always love, love, love to give my audience a couple of tips. Now, this affirmation tip is a golden nugget. So I thank you for that. One more question I have for you before we sign off, and this has been incredible, but if you could give the audience just one tip that they could do the next time they feel that really icky imposter syndrome, you know, symptoms coming up. What do you recommend? Just one easy to do tip that they could do to overcome that. And, you know, maybe it's a social media post that they're scared, or maybe they're doing their first live, or maybe they're doing their first post about their new program. What can you tell the audience that they can do that would help them overcome something like that? Okay, one of two things, and I, it's interesting that it came this way to me where it was like, okay, one of two, because I wanna give you options and not say, well, do this. Because if I say, do this, and that's not the right thing for you, then I haven't helped you. That's why um, I went way beyond emotional freedom techniques because I love it. And yet not everybody I've worked with over the years has loved EFT. So it's really, I'm going to give you two options. And the first is when you start feeling that discomfort, you know, oh no, I don't know. And you're questioning yourself, get yourself to just stop for a moment and first focus on your breath. And, and if everybody would just do this now, if you focus on your breath at the very tip of your nostrils, where it's just coming in, you notice it comes in cooler. And then as you're exhaling, it's coming out warmer. And just by focusing on that breath coming in and out at the tips of your nostril, it brings you right into this present moment. And then get curious if you can remember a time when you felt really confident. 
Maybe it was a time when you got some kind of an award as um, a student or that you did something really great and got uh, recognition or commendation, um, whether it was for a sport or uh, at a, a job that you were in. Or that's one option. The other option is check in with a buddy. I really recommend having accountability buddies. Uh, Stephen Covey said that accountability breeds responsibility and not responsibility the way we've thought about, but responding instead of reacting. And so if you have an entrepreneur buddy that you can reach out to and say, oh my gosh, I'm like so freaking out about this and they can go, you know what? I've been there too. That just takes so much pressure off. Like, I'm not the only one because a lot of times we get so caught up in our head that we think the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm the only person who's dealing with this. When Christine, you and I both know that as entrepreneurs, we all deal with the same stuff at different points. Mm -hmm. You know, none of us get to be a successful entrepreneur and say, oh no, I've never suffered from imposter syndrome. Oh no, I've never had any, you know, any questions about my ability. We all have. So if you have a buddy that you can reach out to and just say, wow, I'm really having a rough time with this, um, it can take the pressure off. And then maybe you go ahead and you do put that social media post and think, okay, I'm going to put it out there. And if Aunt Sally doesn't like it, that's okay because Christine will. Absolutely. And I love those tips. Those are so, so good. One little secret sauce tip I want to give as well, because it just popped in my mind. And I thought, well, it's there for a reason. So I must say it. One of the things that helps me and has helped me a lot is, you know, if anything comes up where I feel inadequate, or I feel like maybe I'm kind of overstepping myself, who am I to, to give this advice or who am I to do this? One of the things I find works really well is to write down a list of accomplishments, you know, mm -hmm. at least three to five, write down the things that you've accomplished, you know, and because most of you guys listening that are in, you guys are in the health and wellness space. One of those main accomplishments could be you getting your certificate, getting your certification and whatever it is, right. Going after your dream as an entrepreneur, that is, you know, there are so many people out there who have said to me, Christine, I wish I had the the guts, or I wish I had the balls part of my language to go after, you know, my dream of being, I would love to have a business, but I'm so scared. So that's a massive accomplishment that you have gone through the lengths of dedicating yourself to, you know, learn whatever it is, whether it be health coaching, nutrition, coaching, personal training, yoga, whatever it is, forking out the money, completing your program and you know, putting the effort into building a business, that's one major accomplishment. So you're already ahead of the game, right? If I can, can I add something onto that, piggyback onto that? Please Christine? do, please do. Even if you've not had any paying clients yet, and notice I'm saying yet, to do your certification, to earn your certification, you had to work with people. You had to work with non-paying clients. And those non-paying clients, you got results for them. And you probably have it in writing from them as an email or something. If you keep a little swipe file alongside the, yes, I got my certificate and I had this accomplishment and I had this accomplishment. And then side by side, whether they're paying clients or not, you have, wow, you really helped me to 
drop this weight. You really helped me to improve my health and, you know, my blood pressure is down or, you know, whatever. Take those testimonials, whether they're paying or non-paying clients. So you can like go back to, you know what? I helped change this person's life. What could be more exciting and more rewarding as an entrepreneur than going back and looking at, you know, okay, forget the fact that I have these, these doubts. I have proof, you know, again, me with Sarah, I have all these pictures of clients where I can go, oh yeah, I helped them. I helped them. I helped them. So alongside having the accomplishments and really pat yourself on the back because, you know, how many people have gone through whatever certification program you went to and didn't complete it Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that little tidbit. Thank you for throwing that in there. A little icing on the cake for sure. Well, Stephanie, it's time to sign off and I want to thank you so, so much for coming on. This was incredible. I could literally talk to you for hours. I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's just a, a really easy conversation. Yeah, a hundred percent. I love this. It just lights me up talking about this t- kind of topics for sure. So I want to thank you so much. And where would our listeners go to find you, to find out about your services, to follow you? Which platforms are you on on social media? Please let them know where they can reach you after listening to this podcast episode. Thank you so much, Christine. I would love for you to go to yourwoopath.com, yourwoopath.com to get my Charge What You're Worth, Your Woo Path to Wealth uh, email series. And I literally, you know, again, like I had mentioned about my son, that was a deep wound for me, you know, the woo-woo crackpot. And I embrace it 100% now because you know what? I would venture to say that most of your listeners hear woo, and it's a difference between woo-woo. Woo-woo, like people who are into woo, don't say woo-woo, we say woo, right? So you hear, oh, your woo path to wealth. Okay, what is that about? And I go into mindset and I go into all these different things. So I would love for you to go and download for free yourwoopath.com. Um, and so, you know, you'll get these emails from me um, and go to my website, stephaniedelfonso.com. Fortunately, I know you're going to put that in the show notes, Christine, because, you know, where the heck I guess, that? <laughs> yeah, I will. And I am just getting back into social media. Um, I took a bit of a hiatus from it just because of all the craziness in the world. So I'm just getting back into it. I'm a little bit on LinkedIn. I'll be on Instagram. Um, and I'm going to find out where you are, Christine, and connect with you there. And that'll also help me to get back into social a little bit more. Awesome. Thank you. And I will have the link to your email sequence as well as your website in one of your social media platforms in the show notes. So if you guys want to go, it will be there. You can just go to the direct links and link up with Stephanie because she is incredible. So thank are you, you, my friend. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you again. And I look forward to our next chat. I'm sure I will have you on here in the future again, because you're just a wealth of knowledge. So thank you. Peanut butter and jelly, Christine, peanut butter and jelly back at you. I just enjoyed this conversation so very much. And I think that your clients, um, I hope that they recognize what a gem you are. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. 
and be sure to follow me on my social media. You can head over to my Instagram and join my private Facebook community for even more biz tips to help you achieve massive results in your business. Links are provided for each below. I appreciate you so, so much. See you in the next episode. Till then, go out, build your empire and create a massive impact in the world. You got this boss.